Film Film Autopsy. Hey, hi. I love that open. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. There you go. go. Hands, open hands, kids. Open hands. That's right. That's right. Oh, yeah. Ultraman. Shin Ultraman over here. That's awesome. I like that. That's that's my that's my stuff right there. What is going there on, go. everybody? That's right. Fat Samurai Guy is back again with another episode of Action Film Autopsy. That's right. And we got in the heezy. That's right. Kung Fu Santa has returned. Oh. Sifu Santa. And the special guest, the legend. That's right. The master of remaster. Frank Jang has returned to the channel. Welcome back, Frank. Thank you, sir. Good Thank you for inviting me back. It's been a while. You can call him Master Remaster. You can call him Remaster Master. You can call him Master Up, but you don't have to call him Ray. <laughs> or Ray. We can call him Blu Ray. We can call him Blu Ray Master of Remaster. Yes. Frank has been on fire as, as of late, well, always with the audio fire. commentaries, man. That's right. That's Eureka 88 Films. He's on fire. Many more. Can you give us a little uh, what's coming out soon, or is it on the hush, Frank? I can give you, yeah. I mean, you know, we have the in the line of duty box set coming out in March from 88 films. We also have the same film coming out from Eureka for the UK. Also, I mean, they, you know, they already did Yes, Madam. The Royal Warriors is next. And then the in the line of duty three and four in March. Yes. Uh, we have some Ringo Lamb. You know, we have Ringo Lamb. Yeah. You go do ahead. Audio commentaries for Eureka and 88 yeah. for the same movie. Yeah, but I make it different. I make them different. Of course you do. I know you do. That's what's. But that's awesome. Yeah. Then we have Ringo Lamb's Burning Paradise coming up. Uh, Chubb and Fat, Rich and Famous, Tragic Hero coming up. Look and you know, there will be. I, I can't tell you the titles, but there will be some Jet Li and Stephen Chow titles coming too. So. Woo! Fire. And you're, and you're working. You're working with FJ. You're working with all the guys. It's just awesome. Yeah, no, yeah. it's great. FJ is great. We just did the commentary for God of Gamblers, uh, you know, in LA. So yeah. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to pick, Apples. I'm gonna have to buy all I'm buying them all, Frank. There you go. I'm buying them all. That's uh, the only way. Before, before we get started tonight on the best and worst of 2022, <laughs> uh, I can't wait to hear uh what Frank and Rick have to bring us today. Yes, what we're gonna do is right now. This is right. <laughs> 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 what we're gonna do. Is uh we're gonna start with the war uh we're gonna start with Frank's list first. We're gonna go through the worst honorable mentions and then the best, and then we'll go into Rick, Rick's list. And it's gonna be interesting because some of Frank's might end up on uh, Rick's worse oh, yeah. or vice versa. Oh, so it's yeah. gonna be fun. Really interesting yeah. stuff here. Yeah. Uh, but before we uh, get started, quick shout out to chat in the house. That's right, movie dojo army representing. We got Jake Hall, Lady Danish, Heather in the house, Psych Long. That's right. Functioning adequately. He says, hell yeah, Rick. (laughs) (laughs) Michael Gonzalez. That's right. Brian Sanchez. That's right. Takashi Quintano 3. What is going on? He says, hello, I am here for the all-star lineup. There you go. All right. You you are an (laughs) all-star, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Uh-oh, what's Rick's grabbing something back there? Uh What's he grabbing? I was trying to put up, you know, one of my other book, but there's no room for on the shelf. So let's carry on. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Well, yeah, we can go ahead and have some fun and jump right into it. Uh, Samurai guy next week is the goal. 
Uh, me and Lady Fab Bud are going to be doing our own best and worst list. Uh, that's oh, next wow. week. Hear that. Uh, so this is more of Frank and uh, Rick's choices today, but Samurai Guy will chime in. I did see some of these, so we'll have some fun here. All well, right. We're doing the best action and worst action. Yes. That's yes. the actual autopsy. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Uh, Frank, let's start with uh, the worst, some of your disappointment picks. Sir. Okay, so I don't have 10 worst, but, you know, and to me, I have, five, I have five. So, but to me, these are really not like worst films and more like disappointment in that I was hoping they would be better than I thought. And, you know, I was just, right. I was disappointed. So these are the five. Okay. In no particular order. Now, do I need to describe my reason for it when I say them? Well, I'm, sure. let's, let's see what they are first. and then It's a discussion. So my five disappointing films were, in no particular order, Doctor Strange, yeah. uh, you know, the multiverse of madness. Okay. Black Adam. Okay. Uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. Thor, Love and Thunder. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, see a theme developing here. Okay, okay. Love, love yeah, Thor, Love and Thunder. Uh, Fantastic Beast, uh, three, okay. I guess. Yeah, um, yeah, this, uh, the the uh, Velva alla Magia, Solo Essines, <laughs> Proximamente, and Wakanda Forever. And what was it? All right, oh, Wakanda Forever. Oh, what? Well, wait a minute. Why did why did you dislike that one? I was I know I didn't dislike that one. This one you was disappointed see, in that one. No, no, this one was bound to be the disappointment no matter what they did because of the fact that we don't have, you know, uh, Boswick. We don't have a uh, uh, you know Chadwick. We don't have we don't have the Black Panther no more. I mean, he you know the the guy who did it died. So oh, whatever, you know. Like okay. I was so ex I was so excited about seeing him and seeing him coming back, but the fact that he's right. not coming back just means that whatever they did is not going to top Whatever original plan they had with him participating. So that's, well, you came in. You came into the movie disappointed. In the way I was, yes. And yeah, oh, in a way. Oh, and, and no, the film was fine. No, no, no. Look, the yeah, film was okay. That's fair, Frank. That's to put it on your disappointing thing. It had no power over the how was the movie. I mean, the fact that he was, that poor Chadwick had passed away shouldn't be held against the film. I but understand. anyway. Okay, no, no, no. I don't, well, I guess I can, okay. I, I guess I'll, I'll put it this way. Uh, I think Phase Four in general has been a disappointment overall for me. Yeah, uh, it's been weaker. Yeah, yeah but because I Wakanda was one of the stronger of the Phase Four. Which one is that? Wakanda. Wakanda. Well, yeah, that is one of the stronger ones. Yes, but I think the problem, my general overall problem with Phase Four was, yeah. I don't know where it's going. I don't know where, where, yeah. where, yeah, I don't know where the story is going. I don't know what what the big plan right, is. Right. And, and to me now. To me, actually, the one that I really like among the Phase Four films was Eternals because I thought Eternals was the, really the only one. I know. Let this hear me out. I, I, I thought Eternals was the only one that had this theme that kind of and encompassed the whole celestial, the whole overall big picture of it. That you and you felt that there's a threatening power in the celestial. That I mean, that was to me the only film that really kind of ties in with the overall arc of the story. You know what's great about today's action film autopsy is that the viewer is going to get a complete look because you and I are yin and yang. It's like, you know, your reasons are different than my reasons. Right. And uh, it, it and also it really makes, with all three of us, it makes it very clear to each his own. Everybody's going to have their own taste and their own reason. 
Now, it's interesting. Your reason for finding phase four of the Marvel stuff weak is the opposite of my reason. Your reason is you, they, you don't know where they're going. My problem with it is that I see where they're going and where they're going is anywhere they want. Because of the multiverse, because of quantum, the quantum realm, they can do whatever they want. And that's the same with the Eternals. The Eternals go the entire history of humankind, all points of the planet. I'm just going, you know, pick a place and do it. Stop going all over the place. Because one of my phrases, patent pending copyright, Mm -hmm. is when anything is possible, nothing is interesting. Because there's nothing to hold on to. Because anything goes at any time. So I'm just sort of like, so that... But you'll see on my list, I don't have, I don't have, no, that's not true. Thor is on my list, because, but that's for a different reason. And some right. others, we'll get to my list. Do you want to do right. your best now? Uh, well, let me quickly just explain the other. The other yeah, the, yeah, oh, yeah, I want yeah, to hear, hear why Frank was disappointed with these movies. Go ahead. I already mentioned Wakanda Forever. Right. And then, I mean, no, it's a fine film. It's just that it could not top my expectation of him being there because he's not gotcha. there. That's the gotcha. main reason. Yeah, this is not your worst. This is your most disappointing. Exactly. These right. are not worst. Right. These are worst. Now, the right. problem with Doctor Strange 2 and Thor was, again, Doctor Strange 2, I thought that they went the wrong way with having Scarlet Witch be the villain. I, I really thought that they should have gone some other way. That I mean, that was my main, main thing. You, you know, it's just like she turned so fast. From, you know, and and the, her reason for becoming the villain was kind of... Well, that was from the comic. Right, from the comic. Right, I understand. From the comic, from the TV series and all that. I just right, felt right, that right. it could have gone somehow... I don't know. It, it, it would did, you want a di- did you want a completely different villain and not have one? Exactly. I wanted someone else different. Not 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 one of the Avengers, so to speak. Uh, so. Let, me, let me do this face. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Thor, I, I just felt that is... I don't know. I just felt that Thor Love and Thunder didn't contribute to the to the. Well, it was a mess. Yeah, it was a mess. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a great there's a great four hour. They should have done that as a series. Yes. Because mm-hmm. as everybody knows, Taika Waititi, the director, just filmed like crazy. He went all over the place, and they mm-hmm. they were cutting huge. I mean, if Thor Love and Thunder was a human body, <laughs> it would have been without its arms and legs. Yeah. And so it was just. Again, an inexplicable mess. We'll get into more inexplicable messes. I agree. No, that was a, it was a mess, and it's just like it didn't. I don't know. It just it didn't contribute anything to, to the whole phase four. Right. The other two, Black Adam. I I didn't like the. I I did, I thought that they had no idea what tone they should take. It's like they started dark, and then they had right. that teenager kid. It's like yeah. okay, oh. we we have to you know we first have to please the people who like the dark stuff. I like the star stuff. Okay, and then you have that teenager. I, I know. Yeah, the uh, yeah the teenager coming in, and then it's almost like it took me out of the picture, and then yeah. it's like they didn't know what to go. They didn't they didn't know what tone to set. You know, right. they knew that their 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 main character kills people, and then they kind of discarded that later on. Like, oh, he's a good guy too. He's he's you know he's he's really a, a superhero. And it's like, well, no, you should stay with you know you, you should maintain the same tone that you want to maintain, not like switching back and forth. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, and, of course, I didn't have a problem with the tone. I had a problem with the incredible stupidity yeah no it was also a pre pre you know it was incredibly stupid yeah <laughs> i mean as i was watching it i found that this is not for um, the demo like this is not for my demographics 
I like yeah. the stuff. Yeah, I like the dark stuff. I love. I mean, the Batman. I love the dark favorite. stuff if it's great. Yeah, yeah. The I dark don't great. The dark stuff. It's it's stupid. Yep. True. I mean, he shows up from the very moment he shows up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Makes it clear that he's all powerful and he's totally willing to kill people. Yeah. Totally willing. Yeah. He has like an army of people to kill, but what does that army of people do? The first guy empties his gun into Black Adam. Black Adam kills him. The second guy empties his gun into Black Adam. Black Adam kills him. The third guy, the fourth guy, the fifth guy. I mean, they're all standing around with loaded guns, and it's like nobody notices that when they <laughs> empty their gun into this guy, nothing not, right. except that he then kills them. Right, right. And they just <laughs> keep doing it. And then the Justice Society shows up, and they land, and they're the justice society. They're there to make things right. So what is the first thing they do? They say, Black Adam, let me give you a choice of two things that you're never going to do. <laughs> and it's like, Black Adam goes, well, I can't do that. And they say, well, then we have to fight. And I'm going, why? <laughs> it's just the movie is nonsense. I, that's on my best disappointed list, Frank, because mm-hmm. I was disappointed in my buddy, in my buddy, Dwayne Johnson. Mm. When I was in the uh, WWF at that time, Attitude commercial, I got to meet Dwayne Johnson. I got to talk to The Rock. I got to hang with The Rock. Mm -hmm. And I've enjoyed what The Rock has been doing in his career up until here. He wants to entertain you, but here he lost grip on how to do that because he had to understand he wasn't just the rock anymore he was adam right and so if he's trying to make the black adam the rock it it didn't work right and again stunningly stunningly completely utterly repeatedly stupid it never let me i i have to chime in on the stupidity rick so you know how uh, last time we talked about it i didn't see the movie yet until recently Mm -hmm. so you know how you mentioned that you know, when the Justice Society showed up, especially Hawkman, the first thing Hawkman says is, you know, as soon as Hawkman shows up, the first thing he says is, you know, stop what you're doing and bow down. Actually, it was worse, Rick. Yeah. It was worse. No, it was worse because when I watched the movie, it wasn't Hawkman. It was actually Dr. Fate who came in, which is worse because he's supposed to be the wise one. And what he said and what Dr. Fate said was worse, Rick. He yep. told Black Adam, stop what you're doing or die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is worse. I mean, but again, yeah, I, had to, I had to throw that in because it's hilarious. Well, very true. It's yeah. it's stunningly stupid. Yeah. Yeah. But well, the fate was the bad thing of the whole film. I mean, Pierce yes. Bronson, that was great. Yeah. 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 I agree. All right. Okay. So, so Frank, so the Fantastic Beast. Oh, yeah. God. That was just, you know, that was my last disappointment. Well, I was disappointed because, like, they knew already how bad the reception to the previous film was. They had a chance to improve it, they had a chance to make it better, and they didn't. And they didn't. And now, instead of five films, I think this will be the last film. I, I don't think they're going to finish it, you know. And which is a shame because I like the, you know, I like the world building. I like the character. It's just that, like, they had a chance to really make the third film so much better, and they blew it. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, I don't want to. I do actually want to leave it at the feet of J.K. Rowling because she insisted on writing screenplay. screenplays, even though it was very clear from the very first she had no idea how to do a screenplay. 
Mm-hmm, yeah. I mean, I I've worked with I've worked in many different mediums and work writing a book is and most writers of book uh, most comic book writers and book writers think that they all every other medium is the same. But I've worked with comic book guys who tried to write novels and they couldn't do it because mm-hmm. each medium is different. Right. And, and again, they kept on they didn't want to lose the connection with J.K. Rowling even after she put her foot in her mouth repeatedly. <laughs> and But so they keep betting on this and they keep, you know, slicing their own throats. It's a shame. It is a shame. It is a shame. And yeah, I just hope that, I just wish it would have been much better. And I, was, you know. I didn't, I came to the movie, I came to Secrets of Double Door figuring there was no way it was going to be better. And it wasn't. So I wasn't disappointed. I was, okay, yeah, this is because I, it's it's one of the better of those movies, but it's very dull. It's boring. Yep. Cinematographer's Frank. great. Actors are great, but you know whatever. It filled time. Yeah, Frank. I mean, number they, one is they, still. It's, yeah, I mean, number one is still the best. Um, did they waste one. Mads Mikkelsen? Did they Frank? waste him? No. I mean, he's always great, but you know, there's nothing around him. Yeah. Mm. You know, okay. He's, he's cut out. Yeah. All right. Now, is, is that it? Are we good? That's, that's it for the, disapp- for that's, the disappointment. That's for yeah. the disappointments <laughs> list. <laughs> now it's for, time for the best. Frank. Okay, best one. So right. I just I just go over them and there's a brief comment on on each one. Okay, sure. All right. Number ten, The Northman. Fantastic film. Very dark. I mean, it's almost like totally politically un- incorrect, and I love it. A great cinematography. Great sound. I mean, I saw this in Alamo Draft House in Brooklyn, and man, the sound was like huge. You know. Wonderful film. I, I I love it. I just love it. I mean, like, it really took you back to the Day of the Vikings, you know. That was great. Number nine, RRR, the Indian action musical comedy drama, what have you. It's a long <laughs> film, but it's, film. it's long, but it's very entertaining. It's an Indian uh, film. It's not long. It's normal length for an Indian yeah, film. Yeah, normal length for Indian film. And, you know, I, I love the action. It's very creative, crazy, out of the world stuff. And even though the British villains are kind of your stereotypical British villains, it's still you know great fun. So very enjoyable film. Yeah, yeah. Number eight, Bullet Train. Uh, it was you know it, it could be better, but to me it was still very good. I I mean you can sense the Tarantino inspiration, and also like the first third, and like like the beginning third, the film was the most kind of like the confusing part where he set up everybody, and also he gave everybody a backstory. But then once they got on the train. When the train started going, everything kind of kind of tied in together. And I just love how Brad Pitt, you know, really kind of, you know, you can tell that Brad Pitt was having fun in this film. You know, like there's a scene where he was talking to Sandra Bullock at the restroom in the in the restroom on the train, mm-hmm. and he, you know, he, they, you know, because that's a that being a Japanese train, they have that bidet thing, you know, yeah. where you you have water or an air flushing, you know, the total thing, washer thing. And while I was talking to her, she just started blow drying his hair and stuff. I thought that was hilarious. And remember, it wasn't Sandra Bullock; it was the robot Sandra Bullock. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Her face was weird, right? And, go and, ahead. Yeah, and then and then and, and the thing that I really like about it, it, like it gave you expectation that okay, in the end, this train's gonna either crash or derail, what have you, and it gave you that. Yeah, it, it really gave you what you wanted to see, and for that, I really, I really appreciate you it. You wanted to see. Yeah, I want to see. It's want like, to like, yeah, it's a live action anime. Totally agree. Live action anime. and also I love the use of music. Like, like again, like I said Tarantino like, but they use the two Japanese songs very nicely. I really love those sequences. So, yep. so good. yeah, Blood Train number eight. 
Number seven, right. I know Rick's gonna, not going to like this. Number seven is ambulance. Again, this is kind of like, you know, Michael Bay light, but still, it's entertaining. The story, you know, you, you kind of really didn't know how the story will go, and, and the drone shots are incredible. I mean, that to me was the greatest ass. It's almost like, you know, I mean, it's just like Michael Bay showing off, like, look look what I can do with the drones. You know, like, look at these shots. Look, look how I can do it. Like. Yeah. See, it is transparent. Like, like, look, I love Michael Bay. I think he's a great technical filmmaker, okay? Don't get me wrong. I know people don't like him. He's a, I know story-wise, you know, it's shit, but technically he's a great technical <laughs> filmmaker. No, I'm serious. I, hey, I, hey, I, love, hey, I like Bad Boys yeah, too, man. Bad, bad Boys too. I mean, the Bad Boys, the Rock, come on, Amargadon, and then I love the last two Transformer films with Mark Wahlberg. I think they were really wonderful. But again, this is kind of like him kind of coming back to form a little bit, but not quite. You know, it's still not as, like, technically still not as complicated as, like, what he did with the Transformer stuff, but still, the drone shots alone make this very entertaining. All right. Okay. So some good action good in there, though? Oh, There's some good action? There's some violence? Some good action. Oh, yeah. Tons of violence. Right there are. So tons of violence. Tons of swear words. And I love that use of the Christopher Cross across a, a song, Selling. It was, it, that sequence was great. So anyway, highly, I mean, I, I love it. Yeah. It blows you up real good. Go. Yeah. <laughs> it blows you like away. So anyway, so ambulance number seven. Now, number six is kind of like a, I wouldn't say call it a tie, but I just want to list them together because they're both animation. Okay. Now, the obvious choice of course has been Minions, Rise of Gru, because our good friend Rick Myers is the consultant. <laughs> no, look, I love Minions. How much, right how much did he pay you? How much did he pay he you? He didn't pay me. I pay him. He, he, no, I pay him. Yeah, I paid yeah. him yesterday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, all right. So, Minions, no, no, Minions was lots of fun. Okay. I, I like the the good thing about these two animation films. Well, okay, I'll, I'll name the other one is Puss in Boots. Okay, Puss in Boots: Last Wish. So, so these two are my animation favorite this year. Now, the Minion, yes, Minions, yes, Minnie Myers. Yeah, there you go. The one thing that I liked the most about these two films was, like, it's almost like they're not making them for the kids. They're making them for us. They're making. Oh, like, nice. Yeah, they're making like they're making these films for people like us. At a certain age where we can appreciate certain humor and also they can do certain like homage and parody, like minions, obviously, 70s kung fu, black exploitation, what have you, disco, enter the dragon, all that stuff. Great stuff. Um, puts in boots, they have a all of a sudden out of nowhere, they had this parody of a, Apocalypse Now, and I was like laughing so hard. All of a sudden, it just <laughs> came up, and they, I mean, they even used the they even used the, the doors, the end, you know, the song. It's like, oh, oh my god, you know. So and in the theme, you know, like puts and puts re the theme is it really kind of dark and mature for animation films, but the fear of death. And and yeah, and, and you know, that's unusual for an animation film. And again, the voice acting for both films were top-notch, top-notch voice acting. And 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 in particular, Minion, Minion has some really laugh out loud moments that is is it's just a delightful film. And uh, I, I, I think whatever Rick contributed to it, I think it was great. It was, it was delightful. I, I would assume it's all the kung fu stuff. All the kung fu stuff in the minions was great. And then the putting boots, uh, the humor is nice. It's not, it's not as laugh out loud as as uh, minions, but it was like a chuckle. You know, it's more like you know, oh yeah, yeah, that's good, that's good. You know, it's more like smart humor and the voice acting again, wonderful in both films. So nice. nice. Those are number six. Number five. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, again, saw this in Alamo Draft House in Brooklyn. Didn't know what to expect and came out having a great time. 
um, the story was great. The creativity is off the charts, you know, and and you know this the the creative, the way the creative way they make all those effects. You can tell like almost all the effects are practical, which is fantastic, and also, you know, you have all these homages to, you know, like in the Wolf of Love, Wong Kar Wai, and you know the story is like really just like how the the Chinese title that the they actually have a Chinese title for the film, it's called Heavenly Horse. Traveling in space, and that was yeah, that was the actual Chinese title of the film because you saw the Chinese title at the end of the film. It was exactly what that was. It was like you know, multiverse fantasy, action, martial arts, drama, family issue stuff. It's great. It's you know, again, it's like unexpected. You, you don't know where it's going, and all of a sudden mm -hmm. you, know, you have this yeah. little charming scene with two rocks talking. You know, yeah. yeah, that is actually kind of moving, you know. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I like creativity, I like original stuff. And to me, this was like really one of the best creatively original film of this year. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Great pick. They took the multiverse and they put it on a human level. That's exactly. what I was waiting for. It's not the you know, it's not anything can happen, even though everything everywhere, but it's all about humans dealing with it, not superheroes. So that was great. Yeah. And I think both lead, you know, and I'll be very happy if both either Michelle or He Kui Kwan win whatever, you know, Oscar, you know. I think Michelle deserved the Oscar, even though I'm afraid she might lose to Clay Banchett again because she was so great in Tar. But yeah, yeah I mean, it would be nice to see, need to see that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, Rick. Hmm? Here you go, oh. Rick. Oh, yeah. That was to be expected. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah. You called it. I'm glad. Yeah. So, but like, like I said, it would be great if Hikui Kwan wins Best Supporting Actor or Michelle wins Best Actress. So, I'm, I'd be happy if they're just nominated. Yeah, they, uh, yeah, exactly too. That too. Yeah. Well, we'll go see them next. I guess in a few weeks at the um, Golden Globes. We'll, we'll find out whether they will win win the Golden Globe. Golden Globes. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please. If she if, if she cleans up a lot with Golden Globes, that means she's not winning the Oscar. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. All right. Number All right. four. Number four. You know I have to include this. Warriors of Future. I I really think this was a huge step ahead in terms of sci-fi films in Hong Kong. The effects are great. It was like five, six, I mean, like almost 10 years in the making, to be honest. You know, if you count all the like <laughs> when, when when we hear it in the initial announcement that Louis Cruz is gonna make this film, it was almost like nine years ago. And then you know, we never knew what happened to it. All of a sudden, we knew they were doing posts. We saw trailers like two years, three years ago. And all of a sudden, the film's ready, is out, and now it's on Netflix. So, but you know, as a Hong Kong guy, I have to, of course, support you know Hong Kong film. I have to support original sci-fi, and you know, I mean, the story is kind of uh, you know the you know, the story. Really <laughs> I don't know the story really should have. But does, it, but does it deliver the thrills? And oh, the, well, and, action wise, yes, yes. No, no, action wise, it does. Story wise, because no. I want to see this. I want to see this. No, story-wise, is like if you enjoy Nick Jung being with a big nose as your villain, then yeah, that's your film. But you know, <laughs> he was wearing a fake nose. Nick Jung has a fake nose. Like, why does he have to wear a fake nose? But yeah, I mean, the effects are great, and and I love what Louis Ku is doing the Hong Kong film. You can tell he's really supportive of the Hong Kong cinema. You know, he's trying to uh, kind of revive the Hong Kong film industry, and God bless him. You know, he's spending tons of money on all these films. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. Exactly. And surprisingly, Hong Kong film doing well box office wise this year, you know, with non-action films, all these dramas. Right. They're making really a lot of good box office there, and hopefully, good. it will kind of continue at least for a while. And that you know, we'll see more 
uh, action sci-fi films from him in the future. So number nice. four. Yeah. Frank, right. uh, is yeah. this based off of anything? No, original sci-fi. Oh. All right. Yeah. All right. Copy that. Copy that. Okay. Top three. Number three, The Batman. Dun, so dun, dun. I like the, the top three movies on my list were the ones that I actually went back to see it twice. Or I'm going to see them twice in theaters. So this was definitely one of them. I mean, it's, a, it's like the play runner of comic book films. You know, it is noirish. It's beautiful. The story is great. And again, you know, like, like I mentioned before, I love my comic book movies dark. This, this was dark without being like Snyder dark. You know, this was still, you know, still, <laughs> it's still very, you know, rich in color. The story was great. Uh, uh, I think, uh, you know, uh, Robin Patterson is a great Batman, you know, uh, moody, you know, uh, in tormented. And and I love the fact that they went back to a detective story. You know, like Batman started as yes. a detective. Yes. Except, it, he was, except he was an incompetent detective. Yeah, it was an incompetent detective. It's almost like, oh, yeah. You know, year this, one. Yeah, year, yeah, year, year one. one. And, and yeah, he really he could have been a better detective. But still, I like the fact they go back to the detective origin of the, of, you know, of Batman. And and art direction is wonderful. Music is great. It sounds great. I mean, yeah. Oh, those drone shots. Those drone shots are great. <laughs> Them damn drone shots. How are the drone shots in Warriors of Virtue? How is the drone shot? Wars of Future. Warriors of Vir Virtue is that kangaroo. Well, I like film. Warriors of Virtue better. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, Batman. Was, and, and I can't wait to see the next, you know, whatever they're going to do next, especially with probably assuming with the Joker and, and Penguin again. So, no, I think yeah. Batman, yeah, Batman is wonderful. Yeah. yeah. All right. Number two. Top Gun Maverick. What is top, it? Yeah, Top Gun. Oh, that's number two. That's number two. Oh, and I, I, yeah, no, I, know I, I know. I know. I'll explain why this is not number one later. But Okay, go ahead. For a sequel that is, what, 37 years in the making? It mm -hmm. really, it, you know, it really kind of meet all the expectation and more. You know, you 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 know, it has to be good. Yeah, you, know, you knew this Tom Cruise was going to be great. But really, it was wonderful. I mean, the technique you know, the... The action scene, the storyline, and and again, it's almost like it was made for not for the new generation anymore. It's, it's, again, it's made for people like us who grew up watching the first film. Who kind of you know, we knew all the lines in the first film, and all the characters, and it really kind of brings you back to that era. It brings you back to to that <clears throat> mentality, and and the action is great. You know, it is um, what can you what, like? What, else, what more can you ask if, if, with you know him putting you in like in the cockpit and and you know with all the great design of the film, design the action sequences. It tells you what's, what they need to do. And then, of course, they show you how they're going to do it and with all the obstacles and how they're going to you know overcome the obstacles. But yeah, wonderful, wonderful film. And number one, and I, okay, so the number one, and I'll explain why this has to be number one, okay? Avatar, of course. The drone shots were great. The drone shots were great. <laughs> <laughs> Look, when was the last time you have seen a film like Avatar, The Way of Water, where the entire last hour is one giant action sequence? True. Since since Fury Road, right? I mean, look, this has to, to me, this has the best action sequence since Fury Road. Yep. Wow. Yeah. I mean, wow. it's, you know, just nonstop action from you know from the, the last hour. And and look, I mean, of it's a long three-hour movie. movie. It, like I know it's hour a three-hour movie. Three-hour movie, like they didn't even go to the water water side of the planet till like the second hour. Like the first hour, they're still at the original Avatar area. The but look, first, he, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> he took his time. He he 
Yeah, oh, yeah, maybe, but the, yeah, I, I like actually, I like what they what he did to um, Stephen Lang's character. Um, you know, it took his time. It's like there's no hurry. Even he tells you there's no hurry. You can go pee and all that stuff. It's almost like it gives you the the impression like back then when you were seeing movies like Lawrence of Arabia. You know, like long three hour epic movies where you can just kind of immerse yourself into this into this whole world building. Of course, the technology is all better. I mean. The technology is already better than what he did last time with Avatar, and you have to give credit. To, I mean, like you have to give credit oh. to him for advancing the the movie making technology. You know, yeah, but not number one credit. You know, you're making it number one, and that's fine for you. We'll, we'll get to what I think. It's all right, Frank. If you like it, you like it, man. No, 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 it was it was hard for me to choose between one and two. To me. They're really like like should I choose Top Gun as number one or Avatar? And and I really have to kind of go with Avatar because in terms of the technology, I think Avatar is a little bit more ahead than Top Gun, just a little bit more but because again, the world is created. You know, yeah, you're the tech guy. Yeah, I'm a tech guy. Yeah, exactly. Tech right, guy. right, 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 right. So so it was so it was one of the best almost four hour tech demos you've ever seen. <laughs> but again, like I said, that whole last hour just whole you know it's, yeah. a, it's all action. Yeah, it's all action. If I can get the last hour on its own, I'll be happy because the last hour doesn't have all the incredible stupidity leading up to the last hour. Again, it's not as stupid as Black Adam, but it's still incredibly. The characters are uh, Forrest Gumps. They're all Forrest Gumps. And that's fine. <laughs> although the plot is retreaded. Although, so, there's, one, the, the, although there's one sequence that I kind of like. Remember when they were looking for the, the Scully family and then they went to all these different villages and they were threatening the kids and stuff. And I was watching and thought, you know what? That's straight out of Platoon. Yeah. Well, remember that scene in Platoon? Yeah. Where they yeah. went to the village and then they, they were, he had to point a gun. You know, Tom Berger's character pointed a gun at the kid. It's like, oh my God, that's Platoon. So... So there were like, yeah, I mean, they're I not think, in Kansas anymore. I know they're not in Kansas anymore. I mean, but fine. Cameron is doing what he Cameron is doing what he wants to do now, and more power to him because he's, you know, he's great. Right. You know, I, I think both Tom Cruise and James Cameron are pushing the boundary of action filmmaking. I just feel that Cameron is moving a little, just a little bit higher, so that you know, just a little well, bit more. I, I can't agree because, but you're the tech guy. I'm the story guy. Right. And that's what killed. <laughs> I mean, Avatar is not even on my list because it's. I had a if I if I'd gone in in the last hour, it would have been on my list, but I had to sit through the other two hours, and it was like, and I'm again sitting there going, hmm. I know. But although there were moments that kind of surprised me too. I mean, yeah, like like the scene with the daughter, the Signori Weaver's character. Yeah, like in, what she did at the end is straight out of anime, and that again was kind of unexpected. And I like that. I like like I like that he's doing stuff that oh yeah, anime. That's like anime, you know what she did in yeah. the end. Well, you see, you'll see on my list. I didn't choose that moment. I choose actual anime. <laughs> I actually put actual anime on my list rather so than that's my this, list. That's yep. my list. Yay! Good job. All right. So uh, nice, Frank. Nice. Yay! All right. Tech Hold on a second. Got a little bit of drone uh, guy. Tech, tech guy. Guy. Yeah. All right. I quick recap. Him. Quick recap. We don't <laughs> Quick recap uh, for people who are just, okay. just now showing up. Frank's best 10, right? is action of the year. Uh yeah. The Northmen, RRR, Bullet Train, Ambulance, Puss in Boots, Minions, The Rise of Gru, 
everywhere, everywhere, all, blah, 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 all at once. <laughs> Warriors of Virtue, the Kung Fu Kangaroo film. Oh, no, right. no, no, no. The Batman. Warriors of the Future. <laughs> I know. I'm just messing with you. I know. The Batman, Top Gun Maverick, and Avatar, The Way of Tech Demo, four hours. Bora. All the right. Way of, the Way of Tech. All right. It's so the Way of Tech. There you go. What am I doing? First? So first? You are doing worst. your worst. Worst. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Or I'm going hold one on, to I ten. thought I had your uh let's do it. Yeah, we'll do we'll do we'll do uh is it worst or disappointed for you for uh Rick? Oh it's worst. <laughs> it's worst. Okay. Worst, then honorable mentions, then best. Oh, honorable mentions we're doing. Okay. Yeah, I have right. I have them here. I can let you okay. know when we oh, get to it okay. if you need. Let's see what you got. Anyway. Worst. Number 10, worst movie. Uh, it's a double. I doubled it up because I just saw the second movie recently and I said, oh no, this has to go together. Lightyear and Strange World. What? Pixar's Lightyear. Oh! Strange World. I still think it's very clear that Pixar had a bet with the Walt Disney Company said, let's take this lame science fiction plot and see which studio can do it better. And my answer is they both lost. Both these movies are inexplicable. I mean, it's like Lightyear, okay, Lightyear makes sense. If, if you're going to greenlight something, greenlighting Lightyear, it's a great idea. And the idea that you create the movie that got the kid who bought the Buzz Lightyear toy from Toy Story, you, get, you make that movie, the movie that excited him about Buzz, Buzz Lightyear, but then they make this turgid, stupid, awful, dumb dragged out adult movie, which no kid would ever love. Then Strange World, it's like they seem to be trying to do an homage to 1930s pulp science fiction, but all the action is based on stupid people getting into stupid arguments and not getting smart, just arguing for no reason, for stupid reasons, they're all copying this these bad sitcom attitudes. I love a good sitcom, but I hate a bad sitcom where everybody's just so contrived and so mentally constipated. And both of these movies I'm watching with my jaw dropped. It's like going, these guys are much better than this. Why are they slumming this way? I don't have the answer yet. But that's my work. That's my top ten worst. I thought like you know, the first twenty minutes of Lightyear was fantastic, and then after that first twenty minutes, it's like Ugh. yeah. But again, the first Yikes. twenty minutes is based on again if a if a ten year old kid is going to love a science fiction movie, it's not because it's cerebral. It's not because you know oh we have to deal with this time travel thing. It's space adventure. It's thrills. It's you know and here they're coming up with this plot line and also Lightyear himself. The, the fact that they changed the voice, that they got rid of Tim Allen and, and put in Chris, it's like this light year is not likable. Uh, Tim Allen's Buzz Lightyear was very likable. And also he was a hero. He did heroic things. This Buzz Lightyear was, con- again, mentally constipated. He just, you know, what, this is happening? Oh, I don't get it. Oh, I don't understand. Oh, this this animal frightens me. It's like, who the hell are you? You're not Buzz Lightyear. What are you doing in this movie? So in any case, let me get off of that because it's just so frustrating and so stupid. Thor Love and Thunder is my second choice. 
And again, I'm working basically just on the action. They kept, I mean, you know me, I'm all about payoff and setup. And they kept setting up and they kept dropping the payoff. Yep. I mean, they, they set up the villain, they drop it. They set up Jane becoming Thor, they drop it. You don't mm-hmm. see her become Thor. And the action is, again, all of it, it's kind of like, aren't we having fun? Isn't this fun? No, you may be having fun, but I'm in the audience and I'm not having any fun. And again, the I mean, just that ending where Thor gets all the children to fight the oh. god. I mean, it's like oh. putting the kids in danger. Oh. What the f, man? And of course, Jane shows up and says, "Of course, me fighting will kill me." It's like it was all over the map. And I'm pretty sure that if they made it into a series would be a, a lot more amenable. But they they they're just they seem intent. There's always a moment in like the ninth or tenth season of a great comedy. It happened in Cheers, it happened in the office, where the writers just get tired of their characters. Mm. And so they do mean things to their characters on the ninth or tenth uh year of a sitcom because they're t- they 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 don't have any new ideas. And so what seems to be happening with Thor, since, you know, Chris and uh, Watiti seem to have control of him, is that they've come to hate Thor. Let's make a total a-hole out of Thor. And I don't want you to make a total a-hole out of Thor. I collected the comics. You know, Thor was not an a-hole. So I I did not appreciate Thor Love and Thunder. Next one, Uncharted which continues the uh, (laughs) bad record of video game movies. And this one, from the very outset, from the very moment it started, you know it was doomed because they were, the producers were being mercenary about it. Let's not cast the right person to star in Uncharted. Let's cast Spider-Man because that means the people who love Uncharted and Spider-Man will come to the movie. So that's the kind of thinking that was going on. And meanwhile, they're taking huge hunks out of, you know, the living daylights, a James Bond movie. And again, everybody's acting like they're having, it's a lark. This isn't a serious movie. We're not going to take this seriously. We're all just going to quip, 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 quip. And the quips are lame. And the action is lame. It's familiar. And also... They figure, okay, it's a video game, so we can do whatever we want. And as usual, it's the John Wick kind of thing where nobody is real. They're all video game characters, so there's nothing to hold on to. And so it's just empty movement, as I call it, empty movement. Not even good drone shots. Then Secrets of Dumbledore, we've already we already covered that. It was just dull. It was just, it was DOA. It was a DOA movie. They know they shouldn't have done it. They did it anyway, hoping that they had a ready-made audience. They did, or at least they got rid of it. Then the, my other, you know, the Netflix action film, Gray Man. Your favorite. <laughs> just, again, the action in and of itself was pretty interesting, even though it wasn't smart. But it's it was it might as well have been a, uh, uh, who was the guy who did Ambulance? What's his name? Michael, Michael Bay. Bay. Oh. It might have been a Michael Bay movie. I think he produced it. Yeah, and so again, it's dumb and it's stupid, and it's and they just make up stuff as they go along. 
and it and it's also too long. So and again, the action didn't work for me because it wasn't believable for a second. It was standard operating that you know standard operating martial mixed martial mixed up martial arts. So no good. Then of course, right after that, ambulance. Ambulance was my what was it my uh, fifth worst or sixth worst, and that's because it was just Michael Bay picking up a, a handful of toy soldiers and a handful of toy cars and throwing them. I mean, it wasn't as bad. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, totally realistic, and nobody's getting hurt on that, right? The collateral damage is nothing, right? Nobody's getting hurt. It looks good. <laughs> it, looks, it looks awful to me because you know I'm not. We're not on a farm form farm film report on second city television where they just go yeah blow it up real good <laughs> no i'm not that kind of guy i want to see a movie that things just don't i don't care about explosions i've seen millions of explosions explosions don't do it for me anymore unless they're connected to something so that that clip by the way fat was perfect clip for that that's why i that's why you liked it, Frank, maybe, and that's why I hate it. I, I thought the drone shots are just incredible. I just like drone how... shots. Who cares about the drone <laughs> shot? <laughs> I, okay, Frank, Frank, and your Frank has has anyone else used drone shots like he did in any other movie? No, I haven't seen it. Not Who the way cares? he cares. <laughs> I mean, he had drones. He had drones like flying sideways, upside down. It's like turning angle wise, going at high speed. I mean, come on. Hey, let me get a drone and I will throw it at a camera. And it's like, wow, that's never been done before. Who cares? The story has to work. The characters have to work. I have to feel something other than derision. I have to care. But there's actually kind of like a story in it, you know. There is kind of like a story, but it's inundated by all the throwing. All the blowing up real good. It's just <laughs> inundated. It's it's not believable at any moment because none of it's real. None of it's believable. None of it's acceptable. Anyway, well, let's go on. Well, I think Speaking for Michael Bay, you kind of have to left, leave your brain at the door sometimes. That's yeah, but I need my brain. <laughs> I left my brain when I was your when I was your age. I left my brain by the door, and I just sort of went great, but. Now everybody's doing this. Everybody can do it. Not everybody can make a great movie that affects me. And and, and he, like I said, he's just picking up toy soldiers and toy cars. I don't samurai care. guy can samurai guy can do both. I can there we go. turn my brain off. There we go. <laughs> my next is Fistful of Vengeance. Another the follow up oh. to the television show, whatever that was called. Woo and again, it was. It was more chop sake suey. It was Guaylo forcing Asians into their idea of what an Asian film is. And they obviously have no idea what a good Asian film is. So they just have all this lame, lame stuff, things coming out of nowhere because, hey, the Kung Fu audience will swallow that. Well, F you guys. <laughs> I feel bad for the people who were forced into it. And you know who were collecting yeah. them? Yeah, uh, Tony Jaa specifically. It was Tony Jaa, right? No, it was Eko Uwais. Oh, Eko. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I met them both. Yeah. Um, right. yeah, I felt bad for him, but not so bad because he the, the check was good. If the right. movie sure was. was, 
But then Rick, that- it had but Rick, it had the greatest in finale fight sequence ever of, of all time. Come no. on, where they, no, they just no, no. they just they just just dangle them. Hashtag no, just no, dangle no. them in the air. The just live action beat them at that because the live action Mulan, <laughs> the live action Mulan dangled Jet Lee. They dangled Jet Lee at the end of the live action Mulan. So that's that's beat up. <laughs> But shout out to my stuntman uh, Kyle Wong, our boy, our boy yeah. Kyle. He that meme when we did our review of the film. Uh, yeah. yeah, so hashtag just dangle them. If you don't yeah. know how to fit, if you guys making martial arts movies, the kung fu movies out there, you don't know, you have no ideas for your <laughs> infant alley fight, just dangle them. Just pick, <laughs> pick up all your actors and do that. Next worst is Black Adam, and for the reasons I've already I've already said, just again. Really disappointed in The Rock. I'm sorry, but The Rock will learn from this, and The Rock will get better. What do you think of the you know what James Gunn is doing to DC? I don't know what he's doing to DC, unlike everybody else in the world who seems to be able to read his mind and know him personally. I mean, I'm not going to prejudge him. I'm just saying that better, better, better DC superheroes be under the gun than than be back in Zack Attack. Better, better a gun than Zach. So I'm going to wait and see what he does because I really enjoyed. I've enjoyed. I enjoyed Peacemaker, very much. I enjoyed the uh, 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 the, the Suicide Squad. The, uh, no, I didn't enjoy the Suicide Squad. I oh, did enjoy okay. the uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas Special and the That's two right. Guardians of the Galaxy movies. That's he has right. ambition. He has taste. He has smarts. And hopefully, and also, he's very friendly with Kevin Feige. He knows Marvel. He will try to make his, he'll try to roll his own, as, you know, Rex Stout used to say, rather than copy, copy, copy. He'll have his heart and his brain involved as long as Warners doesn't sabotage him like they have sabotaged virtually everybody else who's worked on that stuff. My second worst of the year was Samaritan. Oof. Oof. Yeah, see, that's the noise you want to make when you have a bad movie. You don't want to have, you know, the drone shots were good. I'm going to say Samaritan, everybody goes, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, it was not good. I never brought up ambulance. Yeah, and it was, and it was actually the idea of Samaritan was good, but the execution of it, of the idea was just really. Yes, yes. The concept was great. And I, yeah. I'm a big Stallone fan, but and just, also, you guys got to watch, you got to watch. There, there, Rick, there was a, yeah. several people that they told me they loved samaritan they had a blast and i was like cool good for you but if you watch yeah but if you watch my review guys watch my review with kyle i break it down in detail of why i had issues with it you'll understand you even if you still like the movie check my review out a lot of people you know a lot of people like just empty movement and action (laughs) explosions and drone shots that's fine as, as I always Not say, all the time. I, I'm, I'm glad you loved it. I wish I did. I didn't. Right. But I'm an old man. You know, get off my cinematic lawn, you guys. <laughs> but in any case, my number one worst of the year, and this is not, I was going to say this is purely for an action reason, but it's not. Action is big. My number one worst of the year was Halloween Ends. Oof. And that and mainly it's on this list because of the there's only really one fight in the whole movie. 
And it's at the end between Myers, no relation, mm. and Laurie Strode. And it's terrible. It is a terrible fight. Yes. Not only does Laurie, has Laurie learned nothing in all her bouts with Michael, but Michael has lost his ability to fight too. That final fight scene was just like, what the F are you guys thinking? And I love, but in a way I love Halloween ends because I was trying to figure out, especially after Halloween kills, I know what Halloween kills was. That was, we love Michael Myers, let him kill everybody. Then Halloween ends, it's kind of like, all right, how can we pretend that Halloween is going to end, but at the same time, make the audience hungry for more? Let's make a piece of shit. Let's make a frustrating <laughs> piece of shit. That and Pinocchio that, can stare at. Oh, that was terrible. You can't end it like that. Oh, great. We'll come back and do more, which is what I think they're going to do because by making Michael a walk-on in his Halloween Ends movie and making him ineffectual and hardly in it. You know, he's in no like more. One, one third of the film. No more. I think that's what they were doing. But even so, it was my worst. Now, let's get to the best. Before that, you had, uh, you had a few honorable mentions, of course. Of first, you have uh, well, Minions, not, of course. I'm there Well, no, actually, not, I'm not going to. I mean, I'm very happy that it turned out. I'm very, I'm very happy they did that drawing for me. I'm very happy they listened to me and did a lot of the things that I suggested they do. I was very happy that they gave me an end credit, which was amazing because I was not contracted to have an end credit in that film. Oh, But they did it anyway, cool. and it was like... Gee, that was because you know trying to get a credit in a Hollywood movie is really tough, and usually you have to have it you know contracted right. with the YZ right. before yeah, you get yeah. it. And not only did they give me a credit, they gave me a credit at the at the beginning of the end yeah. credit. Yeah, pretty early in the end credits. Yeah, with Wade and you know, and they also they separated my credit and Wade Eastwood's credit. We were both creative consultants from the other people on either side, rather than just. And I was like, they like me. They really like me. So yeah, I was gratified, but at the same time, I wasn't going to say it's. I wasn't going to say it's one of the best, especially when you get to my best list and you see the animation that I have on my best list. Right. So, but you but have two I'm others. Flattered and gratified that Frank yeah. thought it was one of the best because the drone shots were so good. Uh, hey, <laughs> hey, cut that, cut that drone shot! Come on. All right, all right. I'm, <laughs> like, no, 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 I'm an action guy. I beat my jokes to death. No, okay. I love Minion. Minion All is right. funny. All right. You want the other two, uh, Rick? Well, the other two I really loved. Again, they were – I added two more. I didn't tell you the other two other honorary oh, mentions. Oh, okay. Uh, the, but the two animated honorary mentions was Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Oh. Yeah. That was, that that was, was fun. Awesome, awesome movie with every imaginable kind of animation in it. A real, a real wit. Real wit. I mean – Another great example, this is another great example. It was an animated movie where they still made me care about the characters. Awesome. It was it was supposed to be an anything goes comedy, and it was. And if you haven't seen it, strongly recommend it. Do you think they should have released it in theaters? It's I don't care. Because I don't I haven't gone to a theater. I've gone to a theater like three times in the last three years. And every time I've gone to the theater, I've been disappointed by by guess what, Frank? By the tech, not the tech of the movie, but the tech of the movie theater. Oh, um, if I'm going to go to a movie theater, I want to see it the best. 
And if I came and went out, if I lived in Oakland, I would go to every movie with you and and Viv. You know, it would be like that would be so awesome. But unfortunately, I'm in Connecticut <laughs> where they don't where the crews don't seem to care. If even even when I went to see one of the things that is on my uh, on my best list, one of the top New York theaters, Laser IMAX, they still fucked up oh. in the showing of it. And I was like going, I would rather stay at home. My stereo is better. The screen is better. The the projector bulb is better. With the Lincoln I mean, Center one? Uh, With the Lincoln uh, Center one? I'm sorry? Was it the Lincoln Center IMAX? No, I wish. It was It was the MIC uh, uh, 25 on uh, 42nd Street. Oh, God. Horrible. Yeah. Well, but yeah, but they were, you know, they keep ruining the shots. Yeah. So in any case, whatever. Uh, oh yeah, um, I've Avatar because of that last hour I put on honorary mention. If you can tolerate the first two hours, which I could tolerate it because I saw the first one, and this is a retread of the first one, with even weaker motivations. The motivations for everybody's behavior are extremely weak. It's just James Cameron saying, "I'm just doing this to advance things technically." I'm creating an animated movie to advance the art of this kind of animation. And as such, absolutely glorious, but so empty. All I wanted, you know, I didn't need it to be even, I didn't even, I just wanted to be at least 50% substance. I mean, this was all eye candy. I wanted, you know, a little brain candy, just a little brain candy. That's all I want. You know. I love style, but I want a little substance. And he didn't, he didn't even bother with it. I mean, how much substance do you think was in that film? I counted like 10% of a three-hour film. There were some clever things. The Sigourney Weaver daughter character was, oh, you know, and what would happen is I'm sitting there in the audience like this. I can't even eat in the theater now. I have to wear my mask and for whatever reason. So I couldn't even just stuff my face. So I'm sitting like this, and every time something interesting happened or smart happened, then I would go, oh, oh, keep going. Keep being smart. Keep being no, no, no. No more smart. No more smart. The smart goes away right away. But I saw the first one. I understood that he was writing it from the standpoint of a tween. He was writing it like a tween kid who loved science fiction. But I don't know what he was writing. He was writing it like, I'm just going to string scenes together so I can do this technical stuff. And as such, the last hour, yeah, was was great, but separate. It didn't have any emotional value at all. Anyway, I also rewatched. Speaking of a great, great action movie, it was just too brutal for me, but it deserved to be brutal. It's on Netflix. All Quiet on the Western Front. Oh yeah, it is oh, yeah. not a pleasure, but it is a pleasure. It's just it's a great adaptation of the original book. And it and it it really get and you know they just all the previous versions even the Oscar winning version back in the you know early nineteen twenties or whatever couldn't do it the way the book was written. This was able to do it the way the book was written. Nice, bam, really tough. Those are my honorary mentions. Let's get to the best. Do you yeah, have one honorary more? Mentions? One more. One one more. Uh, what was the other one? You you had uh, oh Dragon of course Ball Super. Dragon Ball <laughs> Super superhero. This is an awesome movie. I wanted to Not see this so bad. 
Now that's anime, Frank. <laughs> you know, have you seen it? I haven't seen it. Though. Oh, look for it, buddy. I mean, you will, you know, compare it to whatever you said was like anime, Avatar or whatever. <laughs> anime is better than a Cameron version of anime. That's a terrific, entertaining movie. And I loved it from an action standpoint, because even though they're doing martial arts, they're adamant that they're doing martial arts. They're not pretending. Only Weiss. Yeah, there we go. Very good, Michael. Only Weiss, the only character in Dragon Ball that does Kung Fu is Weiss. You know who you know who Weiss is, everybody? Hold on. I think I have Weiss over there. I, I do. I do, yeah. I, I moved Weiss over there. I, I replaced I, I replaced uh, Weiss with Kung Fu Kevin over here <laughs> uh, from the Minions. But anyways, Weiss is a great character from Dragon Ball. But the rest of it, they're martial artists, but they're martial artists who are constantly learning to be better martial artists. Every single Dragon Ball episode is about them improving and learning and trying. And also they understand that their, real, their fights are bouts. They're not trying to prove that they can beat the other guy. They're trying to be better than the other guy. So I just loved it. You know, it really does scratch the anime, Geeky. We got more anime coming, Geeky. I'm going to buy that on Blu-ray. Yeah, if you can get it. They're very, as you know, Japan is, that's another reason I'm really looking forward to actually going to the Comic-Con this year rather than being, next year, I mean, rather than being on video. Being there with you guys and let's go onto that floor and get all that anime. Let's get stuff, man. And I'm pretty sure that we'll be able to get Dragon Ball Superhero by then, and the one that's on my best list. Now, Dragon, isn't Dragon Ball Superhero like Crunchyroll? Isn't that on Crunchyroll? I think I've been looking be. for that and find it yet. Yeah, because I thought they have all the Dragon Rolls, Dragon Ball stuff now. So. Well, I'll keep looking for it then. Okay, and then you know I can't take it off it, but and, but then they'll they'll release the uh, Blu-ray as well. Mm -hmm. The Kings are in. Let the fun begin. Hey, sexy Superman! An hour late. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, now. Top of my best, I mean, number 10 of the best list. I'm going from 10 to 1. Bullet Train. Now, Bullet Train, for the most part, I don't like assassination movies. I don't like movies that give the idea that 25% of the entire Earth's population are assassins. <laughs> because these movies are just filled with hit people, filled with killers. Fill, and I'm just like going... And of course, they're stronger than dirt. They're stronger than life. They're, you know, so I, I've, gotten, I've gotten very bored with them. All right, another movie about assassins. I don't like assassins. Assassins are horrible people in real life. But Bullet Train, as you pointed out, Frank, spends the first hour setting everybody up. Mm -hmm. And then what's, what do I, if you set them up, what do I love? What, is me, what do I and Hitchcock love? Payoff. Payoff. They paid it off. Not only did they pay it off in an action way, they paid it off emotionally. I cared about these characters. The three main guys, the brothers and the Brad Pitt character. And also, I love Brad Pitt because, spoiler alert, everybody, it turns out he's not an assassin. He's a bag man. He's replacing an assassin who fucked up and couldn't do the job. Mm -hmm. So he shows up to, to do the job. So he fights differently than everybody else. He fights like Jackie Chan in a way. He's trying to avoid the fight. He's trying not to get hit. While everybody else is, again, trying to prove what a badass assassin they are. I really enjoyed that. And, and they carried that through. They carried it through the whole movie. 
it's the, the ending was a little ruined for me because of the crash. Yes, you're right. They had uh, the crash. Yeah. My idea as a Kung Fu guy, what would have made me cheer at the end of the movie is if, if they had avoided the crash, if they had worked together to avoid the crash, you know, and just have Sandra Bullock there in a car and the train just stops. And then they come off and then it blows up. After that, if it blows off after they come off, I would have cheered. But and also the way Sandra looks nowadays, again, she looks like a, a mannequin version of herself. And I and I always go, I every time I see her, I go, oh, because I love Sandra Bullock. I think she's great. And she just started to look like she was made out of plastic in the lost or the lost that wasn't the lost world, whatever that last oh. lost city. Yeah. Which Brad Pitt was also in. And that's an entertaining film, but again, silly. All right. My second favorite of, I mean, my list, uh, the Batman. And again, I liked, he was fighting the way he was taught. And also he was fighting like a child who had lost his parents. So then I understood all of it. And also he wasn't impervious. And so the action was effective. It's some of the best martial arts of the year. And again, what happens at the end? At the end, he learns Kung Fu. He learns what his purpose is. I also was, outside of that, as a fighter, he was great. As a detective, he was shit. I was really pissed. He was, I am. Amateur. When I heard that they, that this director was going to, Matt was going to bring the detective comics back and make him a detective, I was thrilled. And then he made him a total incompetent. Mm-hmm. I was just like going, I love Sherlock Holmes. I love Ellery Queen. I love Nero Wolf. I love Perry Mason. This guy c- couldn't even spit on their shoes. He such he was so stupid. But he was a good fighter. In any case, anyway. Next one. Hallelujah. China is making hundreds, if not thousands of these tiny little fast movies with second with you know tv actors and second you know second grade actors but they're using all the sets they have built for all these other movies they have entire villages and even cities in china where you can go and film on them and so they're able to do it cheaply so they're making all these cheap quick fast little movies and my favorite one of the year the best Kung Fu of the year, Fearless Kung Fu King on Haya. It's, you know, most of the other of these movies that Haya shows are ripoffs of martial art movies, of Japanese versus Chinese martial art movies. This is a ripoff of Shaw Brothers movies. This is clever. This is smart. They put together fight scenes that are imaginative not just you punch, I block, that kind of stuff. It was it was a breath of fresh air. And the lead actor knows what he's doing. Yeah. The lead guy is just like he's good. You know, he, do, he may not have the Donnie Yen charisma, but man, he he knows how to fight and he knows he knows how to kung fu fight. Every he was kung fu fighting. And whenever he's asked to fight on screen, you can see his eyes light up. He just sort of goes, okay, watch this. 
So yeah, I, I strongly recommend Fearless Kung Fu King. It's worth okay. getting the free uh, free thing, the free uh, trial for Haya. And also yeah. while you're there, also what is it? What's the other one? What's the Grandmaster of Kung Fu? Yeah, the Grandmaster of Kung Fu. Yeah. Yeah, that's also that's a great double feature. That is very derivative of again Japanese versus Chinese. But as as Fat and I were talking about it, as soon as that lead character, it's the actor who replaced uh, Donnie Yen in the Ip Man series. And as soon as he opens his hands, watch out. You're going to see some really good Kung Fu. Anyway, the next, how many people in this, in this, on this show has seen The Woman King? I have not. I've seen the trailer. You've seen the trailer. <laughs> I've seen the actual movie. It puts to shame everything on your best list, Frank. Wow. It puts to shame <laughs> everything on your best list. This, this is a African martial art movie with women who know their shit. And amazing acting. Viola Davis, all these amazing actors who were just sort of like, you're giving me a chance to star in an action movie? Stand back. Stand back. The moment Viola, Viola Davis can do this. Let me do an impersonation of Viola Davis. She can do that. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> the energy comes right off the screen. I mean, it's true energetic kung fu because it's African kung fu. I mean, they didn't learn. You know, the African history did not allow for them to do internal healing. But in terms of what they did, it's an, it's an amazing action movie. And again, puts to shame virtually everything we've been talking about up until now. I had a hard time. I was tempted to put Woman King as number one. But anyway, the next one, Lost Bullet 2. Yeah. Which really kind of means Lost Bullet and Lost Bullet 2. They're both wow. on Netflix. Watch them. And there's going to be a Lost Bullet 3. Woohoo! That guy you see on the screen there, he is an ex-stuntman who is the creator of this series. He stars in this series. He knows what he's doing. And this, this movie is uh, corrupt cops, fight scenes, and car chases. And all of it are real. They're all real. There's not a moment of digitalization anywhere. And the fights are choreographed in a new fashion that are similar to the Japanese choreographer who did Hydra and Baby Assassins, which are both on Haya. But the, these are even better. These are super realistic, extremely smart. You know, I look at all the 8711 stuff, and it seems all the same to me now. You've seen one fight scene, you've seen them all. They do, because they're training actors, everybody is trained, you know, in the six weeks or whatever amount of time they have. So they all look the exact same on the screen. They all look the same. These guys are stuntmen. These are ex-stuntmen who know what they're doing. And so they're able to do something that goes far beyond what any actor can do. Because you don't want to damage an actor. I mean, that's not fair to the actor. But these guys are, are proving their shit. And their shit is good. And again, it shows you the difference between seeing something like Ambulance, where everything's just a toy. And seeing real cars getting into real damage, doing real things. And as a human being, it will touch a part of you. It'll, it'll hit you in the gut rather than just sort of like splash on your eyes. 
watching those other movies are like splashing water on yourself. It's, you know, whatever. It just runs off. These movies are like, oh, man. I mean, I remember watching the fight scenes in Lost Bullet 1 and 2 and going, oh, 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 oh. You know, it really affected me. And that's the stuff I love. Next, speaking of anime, speaking of animation, one of the best films I've ever seen, One Piece Red Film. Or One Piece Film Red. <laughs> Depends on whether you're in Japan or in, the, in America. This was incredible. This was stunning. This was staggering. This was amazing. I mean, as I'm watching it, uh, it's, it's washing over me. It's incredible. It's, it's basically, it's also a musical. And so there's all this astonishing J-pop in the movie. And I'm just rocking and rolling in my seat from the very beginning. It starts with the first song. And then it just, I mean, I was, I was reminded of Coco. I went to see Pixar's Coco with two with a, an animator from Blue Sky Studios and a story person from Blue Sky Studios. And each of them reacted the same way at two different parts of the movie. When they did the three million color shot at the beginning of Coco, the animator went, whoa. And then when they had the big twist in Coco, the story person went, whoa. Red Piece One Film does the same thing. I mean, they have every kind of animation possible. And in one shot, they have it all in the same shot. They have all the different animation styles in the same shot. And they all balance. And we're talking about limit animation to computer animation. And the, I mean, my eyes felt like a pinball. I mean, I was just a pinball machine by the end of that movie. I was very happy that I saw it on not the official IMAX, but on the New York IMAX, where the screen isn't bigger than your eyesight. So I was able to take it all in. And I also knew that it was amazing. I mean, again, I'm just reacting. The plot changes, the animation changes. They hit you in the gut. They hit you in the eyes. Again, it's brain candy and mind candy. And I knew I was in a good place because the last shot of one of the major characters, again, just... I choked up. I, they just, it, it's, it, it's an amazing movie. And if you know One Piece, if you know about One Piece, which is the longest running anime and manga in Japanese history, um, then it's even better. But you don't have to. They tell you the story. It's good to watch the movies because they're like something like 700 episodes of the show. But they have about a dozen movies. So you just have to watch a couple of the movies and then you could understand where this is coming from. Because this goes back to the very beginning of the series and it connects it to the end. Again, amazing, amazing movie. Then everything, everywhere, all at once. Again, they hit me in the fields. They were doing quantum mania. They were doing um, uh, the multiverse, but they were doing it from a human level. And I also, speaking of that, you see the eye there. I'd also, I'd also recommend the, uh, what's the movie with the, uh, the shell? The uh, Marcel the Shell with, with shoes on. They did an animation of that, which is also beautiful and wonderful. And you should find that as well. So we don't have to talk anymore about that. Michelle is great. Uh, oh, yeah. The action is really good. The action yep. fits. It holds together. And it's human. And here's, here's one that Fat will love. <laughs> and I don't know if you've seen Frank. Pray. P R E. No, no, I've seen Pray. I, I thought it was good. No, 
it's, again, it's one of the best Kung Fu movies of the year because she learns and she uses her opponent's weakness against them. And it's a woman who's an Indian, too. I just thought it was wonderfully done. And my favorite film of the year. Very, well, yeah, you had your problems with it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have your problems with it. I was found it very it's all good and very effective. And I like how the predator is finally like a badass again, you know. Well, except he's be he's beat by a little Indian girl. Right. Yeah. Because she's smart. Not because she's badass, like her brothers wanted to be. It's because she's smart ass, which is what she should be. Especially now I'm switching, I'm switching my number two and my number one, by the way, fat. Oh, make, oh my goodness. Oh, my number wow. two, my and I'm going to make my number one, number two. Oh. My number two is now is Top Gun Maverick. Wow, look at that. Wow. And the reason I did that is because Top Gun Maverick, again, is real, but it's there's no real fight action in it. There's It's all action, and it's all real, but it's not as real as Lost Bullet. It's a wonderful entertainment. It's an extremely satisfying entertainment. It's a rollicking. It brought me right along. But again, it was just, I was just like, that was a great movie. But my now, my new number one now is RRR. Because nice. it's special. It's different. It's revolutionary from both an Indian and an American standpoint. It is the optimal Indian movie. They have taken... They've taken the Indian movie, which, I, you know, back in the day, after I finished my first martial art movie book, I wanted to, to do a book on Bollywood movies, but they weren't, they hadn't permeated America enough. They didn't do enough subtitling. They didn't do, you know, American audience didn't really know Indian films. I watched a lot of them. Also, there were too many. There were too many of them for me to get a handle on them all. But the ones I loved, I loved. But RRR has done what I was unable to do, which is it's gotten to everybody. Everybody everybody who sees that, and it doesn't matter what your nationality is, it doesn't matter what age you are, you're instantly, it grabs you. It grabs you it's by whatever part of you you want yeah. it to grab you. Yeah, I wish I would have seen it in fears. By the oh time I, re God. I wanted to see it, it's too late. They already took it off. But oh, I saw it. I saw amazing. it at Cinema Me, and it was it was still awesome because again, my theater upstairs is better than the theaters I went to. Cinema Me. <laughs> so you know, you know, a Cinema Me, Cinema Me, I call it Cinema Me. Cinerick. Yeah, Cinema. Yeah, cinema. <laughs> the sound good in my cinema. The uh, you know, uh, the uh, the the color is perfect. You know, I have an I have a 4K HD, and you know, yeah, it was just you know. Awesome, and it really. Yeah, I mean, it was spectacular. I mean, look at this little clip right here. Look yeah. at this. Are you kidding me right now? Yeah. This is amazing. Well, what's amazing go, about go it? Go watch it. Go watch yeah. it, everyone. On Netflix. Go wait on. a minute. Wait a minute, fat. You compare that to the clip that you showed of ambulance, and it's like, <laughs> why is one effective and the other one is just oh? <laughs> why is one is empty and one Come is? Come on, Frank. No, it's true. Come on, give him it's something. True. One is lightweight and uncaring, and a little, and a boy, a brat throwing toys, and the other one it's is all right, an Frank. artist figuring. Because again, it's clear in RRR <laughs> that they attach wires, that it's a lot of wire work, 
that you know all the all the animals it's creative created it's creative, it's creative though but it gets you in the head as well as the eyes because he knows how to set up characters he knows how to ground people in kung fu we call it rooting and settling he knows how to do that <laughs> no don't fight that i know kung fu he knows kung fu i know kung fu and also, no, and Frank knows, Frank has already said from a tech standpoint, he really enjoyed these things, but I'm not coming at it from that point. And Frank is younger than me. Frank doesn't need to feed his soul with every movie that he sees. At this point in my life, I do. Even though I see a lot of movies that don't feed my soul. I mean, I've seen all the movies that we've talked about, but I'm not going to put them on my top 10 list. I'm going to put them on my bottom 10 list. Because they weren't they weren't satisfying or smart as far. I need smart. Frank doesn't need smart, but that's okay. I need smart. I love Tar. I thought Tar. Likes, yeah, Tar yeah, is. And awesome. she's a initial and does a great smart movie. You know? yeah. yeah, you know, I mean. But you you but when you see an action movie, you don't need. I give it a bit of liberty when it comes to an action movie. Let's put it this way. Yeah. Well now, yeah. well now that I'm action guy. So anyway, those those are our lists. And nice. are we done? Well done. Can I, can well I, done, both of you. Yes, of course you can. Right. Can I say, well, can we? Um, can I just add a little new segment? Like, sure. The films that we ex like uh, anticipate the most in the next few. Oh years. yeah, go for can it. I, can I do it? So there are four films. Oh, I, there are four films I really anticipate a lot for next year. One, yes. number one, John Wick Four. Yes. John Wick Four. It looks good. Train looks good. Yeah. Of course, it looks good. Since he's not a human being, is a video game character. Of course, it looks good. I will okay. go see it. I'm I will excited. enjoy it. But I will Good do what Frank. you suggested, Frank. I will leave my brain by the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So the number second film, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning. Yeah. Damn straight. Damn straight. Yes. Yeah. Very that exciting. One, that one I look forward to. Number three, Doom Part Two. I'll I'll, oh. I'll see it. Okay. okay. So that is it is it is uh, confirmed next year. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's next year. Oh, yeah, they're doing it. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And and then the fourth and last film that I look most forward to next year, Indiana Jones. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah, exactly. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. You know, <laughs> you know this. I think I've told you the story that you know originally they had a screenplay by, by David Kiop for what was going to be number four, and uh, George Lucas shot it down, and so I'm hoping that this is because originally that was supposed to be the end of the series, mm -hmm. what David Kiop came up with. So I'm hoping that this is what that is, and I hope they do it with respect and with style. And uh, fingers crossed. I think we're going to have a great year next year. Yeah, I think it's going to well, be good. I have to say, if you saw what we just did, if you guys have been listening, it was a great year this year. Look at yeah. all different kinds of action movies. I mean, look, I mean, everything from Prey to Fearless Kung Fu King to One Piece Red all over the world. I mean, France, the uh, uh, yeah, Lost Bullet one and two were, were made in France. So, yeah, there are a lot of guys who are stepping up. And also the horror this year, I thought, was really good. And I know that's going to continue to improve. So now that we have these artists doing genre films, it's the best time as far as I'm concerned. Now just Marvel. And that's the other thing I'm very, I hope, for James Gunn. I hope James Gunn will force, because, you know, when Marvel was fighting against DC from Zack, they didn't have to try hard. Now they have to try hard because James is going to up the ante. So I want them to get back on track at Marvel and stop doing this aimless 
stuff, you know, this this pretty stuff that has no emotional meaning. So yeah, so that's a good sign. So yeah. And also the new Doctor Who. The new Doctor Who. But you have to wait eleven months, man. I don't care. Gotta wait, well, 11, months. wait eleven months. November, uh, right? Bring back the old Doctor Who. And they'll have three specials, and that'll give me a taste of what the new Doctor Who. Yeah, no, but, yeah. Go ahead. This, like this year, we're gonna have three episodes, and then we have to wait another like almost a year just to just for the new series. I mean, come on. I'm happy. Well, after after the after after Chibnall screwed the pooch, I'm gonna give Russell T. Davies as much time as he needs to get it back on track. And listen, hey, I've been watching since 1975. I can wait. I can wait for this as long as it's good because I watched what the, what Chibnall did and it was just like made me cry. I know it's so bad. Yeah. So yeah, she, she, I mean, she was so good. It just wasted the script. Just yeah, you know, ruined just, by the scripts. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, that's and also I'm going to be curious as who's the new James Bond's going to be. Oh and, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But for the most part, I see each movie as they come. So if Mission Impossible, I'm definitely excited about because they have proven themselves. But the other ones, I'll I'll see how they are. As yeah. you know, I see everything anyway, so it's not like I'm looking forward to it. I'm just hope I'm being, I'm not. No, I'm sorry. Let me change that. It's not that I can't wait. It's that I'm looking forward to. Already <laughs> <laughs> waiting. <laughs> Frank, it's and all right. Frank, Frank, yeah, represent. Frank, yes. represent wow. mindless. Yeah. Minus hey, entertainment, yeah. I like it. Mm -hmm. You know, leave Rick your brain in the door. Yeah. Rick likes to have steak. Me and Frank like some pizza. Oh, I can have steak. I have fried tofu. Oh, fried tofu. There you go. Oh, delicious. So okay, this was. Yeah, there you go. This was an awesome panel. Thanks again uh, for you guys showing up on Fat Samurai Guys Channel Eight Action Film Autopsy, baby. You know we're gonna keep doing it every month. That's right. And check the description. That's right. Check the description box below for the links to follow Rick's son. That's right. And to follow Frank by Autumn Blu-ray is coming out. That's right. 88 Films, Eureka. Oh, yeah. Just I look up Frank Jang. I did 37 comments for this year. I'm going to get both Jesus the Christ, Frank. version to hear both your audio commentaries. I cannot believe it. <laughs> 47 this year. I can't believe it. Oh, amazing. Holy shit. Wow, wow, wow. Yes, so make sure you guys follow them. And if you're new here, hey, thanks again for watching. And let us know in the comments below what your guys' favorite picks, best and worst action movies of the year. Let us know in the comments below. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, all that good stuff. And out of all of these wonderful movies that they picked today, uh, my favorite out of all of them has to be Warriors <laughs> of Virtue is my favorite pick. Of the year, baby. I'll tell, you, I'll tell Ronnie you that. I, he'll be very happy. Great, great drill Ronnie. In that movie. Great I love Ronnie. That, no, that <laughs> film, no, seriously, that film needs to be released on video. It, it's been out of print for so long, you know. It's not on Blu-ray. It's not like DVDs out of Is print. it even on DVD? I don't even I know if it's out on of print. Some, you know, yeah. yeah. Out of print, there you go. But, yeah. That's Samurai Guy's pick. All right, guys. Thanks again for watching. Oh, Happy New Year. Happy Early New Year. Happy New Year to you guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yes, yes. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Take care, guys. Keep watching action. Guys. Bye. And representing Kung Fu, baby. We'll see you on the next one. Take care, guys.